Welcome to the very first episode of Laced Up. This is a show all about sneakers and sneaker news. I'm your host today, Chase, with my co-host, Landon. And today we have a jam-packed show for you. We're going to be talking about Nike getting into the metaverse, potentially the weirdest Adidas collab yet, and then StockX signing with women's basketball player Paige buckets on a million dollar deal and a few more but we're going to start off a little bit more chill with Jalen Brown becoming a sneaker free agent so the Boston Celtics forward Jalen Brown is a sneaker free agent after his deal with Adidas has expired he has been seen wearing new balances Under Armour and Nikes on the court and Brown said he is looking for a shoe company that is progressive cutting edge and keeps an open mind Landon who do you think he's going to be signing with next yeah, so it's definitely interesting to see Jalen Brown on the market now. Like he said, I mean, he wants to sign someone with someone who's like progressive. So, you know, the easy answer would be Nike. The thing is, Jalen Brown isn't like a, you know, top tier basketball player yet. Definitely a superstar, but I could easily see him signing with Puma. The only problem is that, you know, it's not on his list of shoes that right. he's been wearing because Puma has signed like a bunch of young uh, talent. LaMelo Ball has a shoe coming out soon. My only issue with him signing with Nike is that with them being such a major brand, you know, if he wants a signature shoe, it may take him a while to get that. So Under Armour would be cool. I think that'd be sweet because Curry's my favorite player. So it never hurts to kind of add to some of the hype to that brand. But, you know, I would say Puma or New Balance if he wants to really cement that signature shoe. But other than that, I mean, you know, Nike, he just left adidas nike's like kind of the big brother to adidas whenever it comes to basketball so i'm kind of interested to see what shakes out there yeah you know like when i was reading this article and i saw that he's kind of saying that he wants a progressive shoe deal you know i'm always leaning towards nike but the thing is if, if jalen brown wants to become like a jalen brown signature signature shoe i really don't think that's going to be actually happening with nike i think nike would just put him on a typical model and then just have him do some colorways with it so hopefully he doesn't really sign with nike i mean nike's got every else i really want him to go with someone else like puma i think that'd be a good touch but i mean currently it's he's not even wearing the shoes so i don't know you know if he's even going to be this even thinking about that but right yeah so i don't know i don't know what you're thinking but moving on what do we got next landon yeah so moving on we're going to be looking at john geiger response to nike sneaker knockoff lawsuit so you know sneaker designer john geiger is looking to exit a legal battle that he was pulled into this summer asking a california court to dismiss a complaint from nike that names him as the defendant so you know nike kind of claims that you know his like la la land gf01 sneakers are a look-alike to the air force one and that he's profiting off of Nike's designs. You know, Geiger's like an independent uh, designer. He's kind of cited some struggles with like mental health and kind of battling that. He just wants this all to come to an end. But even with that, he has been on record saying that him and his legal team are still more than willing to continue with this process if Nike kind of refuses to drop it because he doesn't sound like he's super convinced that this should even be happening. He doesn't believe that they're all that similar. It's always going to be tough for me to side with the bigger brand like Nike whenever it comes to you know there's no shortage of money coming into their pockets like i don't really think this affects them all that much at least you know not to the extent that it affects john geiger and you know there is a small case to be made that they look a little bit similar you can kind of see if you put it right next to an air force one a little bit of the outsole is kind of similar it's got a somewhat similar uh upper as well but he kind of put his own spin on it it's got his own design it's not the nike swoosh obviously anything like that but you know it's tough for it's tough for me to side with the big brand i mean we're small you, you know nike can just 
put whoever they want, just assign one of their million uh, employees just to go and deal with this case. But this is kind of taking up all of his headspace, all of his time for his brand, which is a smaller brand anyway. So, I mean, what do you, what, what are your thoughts on this article kind of hearing about it? Yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're going with that. And I, I will have to agree. Like it almost seems like every single week now that, that, you know, Nike is kind of like pushing on these smaller companies and these smaller uh, collaborators. And personally, like, you know, like you said that I just, I don't see the difference. It's close. I think it, what the issue is, is, you know, the John Geiger colorway is a triple white. And then it happens to be that Nike's Air Forces is also have a triple light, uh, triple white. So I think that's where the real issue is. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of just sick of Nike picking on the the little oh, guys. Oh, they've been in lawsuits all over oh, the place. It's little Nas X. Yeah, this that uh, I don't, that one. I mean, if they if he didn't have their permission, I can kind of see where they got mad about that. But yeah, but what's the, the other one? I uh, mean, Warren Lotus. Warren, Warren Lotus. Yeah, definitely that one. I mean, Nike <laughs> Nike got that one right. Yeah. But I think Nike's like once they knew that they could get Warren Lotus, like now they're just going for everyone. I so. mean, a bunch of brands have kind of gotten. Uh, picked on by nike or but like sketchers i mean they went through it a little bit too with some of the shoes they put out yeah but like those were like some 270s purposeful. yeah yeah i know but i feel like it not everything garners the same you know full attention so i, I don't know it, it'll be interesting to see he's he put the request in he's hoping it gets approved so if it right. does it'll get dropped otherwise i mean he's already spent you know a probably a ton of money on this anyways he's just ready for it to come to an end i don't yeah. blame him yeah, I, I agree. You know, I mean, shout out shout out to him and hopefully his legal team and hopefully they get it resolved throughout the core system and he doesn't hopefully lose everything to Nike. But I mean, you never know. <laughs> brands, brands have probably had it happen before. Oh, yeah. But, so. you know, speaking of Nike, let's move on to the next article. We got Nike entering into the metaverse. So if you guys aren't familiar with that, basically what it is, is Nike is going to be going into the NFT space, the crypto space, you know, kind of that whole digital sneaker world so nike has been begun filing trademark applications for the swoosh logo and the jordan logos in digital form last year nike received a patent for the crypto kicks and that would allow each pair of the physical shoes to be sold and attached with a digital version of the shoe so basically what that means is if you buy like like an air force one you'd be able to get a digital version of that air force one so i'm going to leave it up to you landon would you ever buy a digital version for a sneaker for your avatar that, this this space is so beyond anything i've ever i've ever even thought of because i'm not like into like the whole crypto i'm not into like any of the currencies and stuff like that it took me forever to get venmo i was like what is venmo but like this stuff is so beyond me. I don't know what what is the purpose. What is the purpose of getting a digital shoe? I can't wrap my mind around that. So so what I'm gonna say to you is this is how I'm gonna explain it to you is basically you know like you know you play Fortnite you know. Oh, okay, we're bringing right. Fortnite. In so so right. okay so you bought you bought skins on Fortnite right? I bought skins on. Fortnite. All right, would you buy a skin of the shoe that you just bought? You know, for instance, like. If you had, you know, the off-whites right there, right? You bought the off-whites. You got the off-whites in hand. Now you have a digital version, and you can actually add it to your Fortnite player. Oh, that's what this is? That's what Wait that is. Wait a second. I didn't know that it was all compatible like that. It's going like, to get compatible. I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, I personally enjoy having physical shoes in my possession. Right. Am I willing to spend money on something that is going to just go, like in that specific instance i play fortnite i'm not a fortnite player like right. i'll play it if i got free time which has like a, you know every other month but you know 
I don't think I'd want to invest. How much money are we talking here? Because we're talking about something that's well, it's online. Like, it, it's got to be cheap. Well, it's it's got to be significantly cheaper. Or does it I come mean, with the shoe? They're just adding it on. Like you purchase the shoe, I think you it's, get the additional. I think it's both. So I think, have to pay for. I think what Nike is going to do is you buy the shoe, right? It comes with the digital version. But then also, you know, you can there's going to be marketplaces out there where you can buy other digital version shoes if someone just wants to sell their digital version of it. So you can go out there and let's say you aren't able to get an off-way, but you are able to get the digital version of the off-way and rock it on your avatar instead of having it in person. Bro, come on. You know you're going to be buying it. I don't know. There's maybe the only shoe I'd really care to probably pay that for is my like grill, my Air Jordan, you know, off-white Air Jordan 1 high UNC. That's like my favorite shoe. It's my favorite shoe that's been created. I don't know. I don't know that I fully understand the concept. That is like, it's more the tech side, which I don't really get that deep into. Right, but right. I understand like, I mean, no, I don't understand cryptocurrency. I'm not going to try and say that. But like, I understand kind of what is going on with Bitcoin and the different stuff like that. But I still don't. But they do say that it's like the next wave. That's all you hear. It's the next wave. It's It's kind of what things are turning into. So I guess... It's one of those, I may as well start to learn about it or we're going to get left behind the same way you can't afford to not know how to use technology in yeah. this world anymore whenever some people don't have smartphones and you don't realize that you got all this power in your hands that oh, you're yeah. missing out on. So. It's, it's going to get crazy, but you know, I, you know, my last two cents on it is it's going to be very exciting. It's I think it's honestly going to change the sneaker scene. I'm kind of curious that Nike is kind of entering into this metaverse first. I'm kind of seeing where, you know, Adidas and Puma and kind of one of these smaller brands that isn't really like Nike's going to be the first one in there. Right. Obviously. But this is like the point where, you know, Puma that isn't really too hype or like new balance to kind of jump into that. That is true. And get first and kind of like lay the ground of it. Like if you could start seeing like new balance kind of go in and do it first, it would be, it would kind of change up the scene. It wouldn't, I don't know. It might actually topple Nike off. It's kind of pillar, but, uh, but maybe, yeah. maybe, but moving on. Right, so I'm going to, I'm going to bring us back to basketball now. So Rui Hachimura, uh, he's just gotten his own air Jordan APE. So he's a player on the Washington Wiz wizards who has cemented himself as as a face of the league's future since getting drafted in 2019. To celebrate him, Jordan Brand has not only signed the 23-year-old to its roster, but also gifted him special editions of the Air Jordan 36. And soon enough, the Japanese native player will have his very own Air Jordan 8 launch at retail. So, you know, Rui has, uh, he hasn't even made an appearance yet this season. I mean, he's, it's not even injury related. I'm not, I'm not totally sure what's going on there, but, you know, he is back with the team. He's supposed to start playing within the next few weeks. So, he had a really good start to his career in Gonzaga. He was just like, he dominated college basketball, which is always a good sign. And he, the one cool thing about him that I think is really neat is he's one of five ever Japan players to play in the NBA. So that's just a super major accomplishment. So, you know, the, the few different like forms of leather kind of make it onto the shoe. I'm not a huge fan of the Air Jordan 8 model. I definitely, you know, wish it would have been a different design, like give him his own Air Jordan like 36, Air Jordan 35, right. like a newer model. With, like, of course, he got the 36 already. Like, I think the newer models look better, especially than the Jordan 8. Like, maybe a Jordan, even a Jordan 7, a Jordan 6, like Jordan 1, Jordan 3, those more popular models. I don't know how, there's maybe a deeper thing on a deeper reasoning on why he got the Air Jordan 8 model, but 
Uh, I didn't see it anywhere, but you know, what do you think about this shoe? Checking it out. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 looking at the picture now, and it's it's an okay shoe. Uh, like you said, I don't know really why they chose a Jordan A. Also, you know, they're releasing it at a men's you know 225 retail, which is pretty high too. Like I don't I can't remember the what the details Jordan. are nice though. Like is, the details, I think there's special details for the box. They come with like some special right, interior but I details. Mean, they sometimes they bump is the it, price. Is it a collab that high for a basketball player for just a player? Exclusive? It's not really even a collab. I don't think they call it that. Whenever it's like your own athlete, like he, I mean, he's a special signed athlete, and he's okay. getting his own like so, his own per player exclusive. Right. That's the PE from it. But, but that even that even re you know reassures my point is he's not anything special. So then why is he ooh, getting a special price? Hey, right? He's one out of five. I mean, he yeah, has no, he hasn't done that, enough in the NBA yet. In the sneaker if that's world, what you mean by that, right? I don't know. I don't know if he is a sneakerhead or not. Maybe he is like big into sneakers and stuff like that, which is why they give him more of a like a not a performance basketball shoe and it's more of a like shoe that, that you know people still like the air jordan 8 model even though i really don't but right. I'm, I'm a little confused on why they would bump the retail price up whenever you know the player exclu exclusive colorways normally still go for the same that's price. what i'm saying i'm pretty sure they normally retail and i don't know what the jordan 8 typically retails for I, it's because i there's never no ways 225 i, I doubt it because not. i never i mean they don't like retro any of the jordan 8s no, so you don't really see them come back around i mean so. maybe that's why they're that was they're a little bit before up, yeah that's what i'm saying it's a more of a unique model they don't retro that shoe very often but I don't you know, know it's definitely unique it's a pretty cool shoe i like the khaki color scheme the details the details are going to be nice it's definitely not going to be you know a bad release but at 225 just for sneaker resellers out there that probably takes the resell off the table anyways oh yeah well 225 that's up there I, I I don't I don't know I mean like you said I mean maybe maybe if you're if you have some connections the details in Japan, the box the box makes a difference too maybe like, remember with the pad of Nike Air Max That's release true. the box special like, box special box compared to just generic Jordan Eight box That's very couldn't true. even tell you what that comes in though but but I'll go ahead and let you uh, we'll swing it back to you what's your next thing you're yeah about? so you know I kind of want to talk about the the Yukon's you know Page Buckets signs a million dollar deal with Stock X. So Paige Buckets, or better known as, well, Paige Buckets, and she's a University of Connecticut uh, basketball player, signed a three-year brand deal worth around a million dollars with the sneaker and marketplace StockX. So Paige quotes, my partnership with StockX is about equity and authenticity. She goes and says, together with StockX, I'm invested in making sure women and women athletes are prioritized. So I'm gonna toss it over to you, Landon. What are your thoughts on StockX, you know, signing ambassadors? And do you think other marketplaces like eBay or Goat are gonna follow? Okay, so I'm honestly, I was confused about this whole thing. I guess I'm not really sure what the deal entails. I guess she explained it a little bit. So I'm, I'm always for, I guess, signing and making sure that people are getting what they're paying for, right? That right. was that was the biggest knock before eBay did that. You know, within the past couple of years, their authenticity thing was, you know, fake shoes are everywhere. Some of the easy places to like, we've even dealt with a bunch of fakes coming off of Mercari and stuff like that. Just, it's inevitable. Like you can get face, uh, fake shoes from a very from a ton of different sites that are so close to replicas now like yeah. i mean there are such great replicas now so i do like the idea that she's kind of you know making sure that people aren't getting you know ripped off uh in a sense that's kind of what StockX is for it's like you send because all they are is just a third-party market who just they don't sell their own stuff they sell other people's stuff and they make sure that it's real for you right. so i mean obviously we've dealt with StockX and stuff like that before but i'm just cu kind of curious to see what her partnership entails with StockX. But the way that you mentioned it, your specific question, 
I mean, eBay and Goat, they kind of definitely got to get on in, in, in on this, right? Like, right. why would you allow StockX to... That's going to bring a bunch of attention because she is like, I've watched her play. She is, she has got game. She's legit. She is legit. Like the only reason she's not in the WNBA is because she has to come back to college for another year. They don't have the one and done. Really? So, yeah. So she's back in That's college. Interesting. I mean, I she dominated. She was like, she's probably the best player in the nation last year. And she probably will be again this year. So definitely a stud. That's, I mean, you wouldn't expect anything else. UConn's women's basketball program is right. just oh, on yeah. another level. But I, I'm just kind of curious to see what this like deal looks like. Well, then following it up, uh, okay, so, you know, obviously you play basketball, right? Okay, if you were going to sign, would you sign with eBay or would you sign with GOAT? Man, I, GOAT sounds cooler. So that's the thing. You, <laughs> you base so it off that. <laughs> I would base it off that a little bit. But if I wanted to, I mean, I would sign with eBay because they are doing something that no one else is doing. Uh, no seller fees on shoes over a hundred dollars is out of this world. Like it is whenever it comes to selling, you know, like these off whites say they're going for 1500 because they are, these are selling for $1,500. You're losing hundreds of dollars just off of seller fees or oh, yeah. at least, at least fifties to eighties to, and this is, if you're selling regularly and regularly, like that's going to make a huge difference. So we specifically deal most of our stuff on eBay for that reason. I mean, you can sell it at a lower price and still make money. That's, that's what they have going for them right now. So, I mean, eBay is definitely a, uh, based off of what they're doing, I would like to sign, but I mean, to answer your question, I, I'd go with GOAT. You still go with GOAT? GOAT? I would oh still go with gosh. GOAT. Go, oh, and, then, the and then I'd work with GOAT oh, and I'd be like, name. and I'd be like, hey, look at what they're doing. You guys got to lessen the seller fees, help these guys <laughs> out and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you're, if you're just like kind of an everyday person wanting to buy the shoes, you don't really, the seller fees don't really bother you. You want that price as low as possible though. Yeah. So, I mean, bringing down seller fees helps everyone except for GOAT and StockX and eBay, of right. course, because they're making less money. Right. But everyone else, I mean, benefits from it. So I'd sign with Goat. I'd try and convince him to drop the seller fees. They wouldn't listen, and I'd still be making money. There but, you go. Goat, if you're listening. Go ahead. Yeah, I am open to uh, sponsorships. There you go. We got a great ambassador for you. But yeah. uh, moving on, Landon, what you got? All right. So this is one I'm excited to check out. So is the weirdest Adidas collab on the year going to be this Kerwin Frost human chive? So sneaker reseller Kerwin Frost lands a forum high sneaker collab with the Adidas. Kerwin Frost went from reselling sneakers in Supreme to designing his own shoe with a major brand. He impressed and gained the attention of Kanye West and Jerry Lorenzo, and now he has his own design for the Adidas Forum High on the way, labeled Human Chive. So, I mean, this is one of the like hottest models of the year. They've are, like the Forum High already has had a bunch of collabs on it, like Bad Bunny, Jeremy Scott, and now of course you got this like Forum High dropping with Kerwin Frost. So. I mean, if you've seen the shoes, uh, they're clearly meant to resemble a face. Definitely like. A, yeah, they're insane. Um, such a funky model. And then what's even crazier is like they come with a detachable pair of blonde hair that you can put onto the shoe. So like a bunch of fans of his have like spoken out and they've been like, you know, Kerwin Frost is like always unapologetically himself. So he's making this collab for him and for people that like you know the weird stuff or people that are fans of his right so i mean it's tough to say like how these shoes are gonna do 
because you got like like a full face. You got ears, eyes, everything, even hair that can come with the shoe. And the hair is not it's not short hair. It is like a long, detachable blonde hair that would get super annoying to mess around with. He did collab uh, with Adidas on like a superstar, like a uh, model that was meant to be five sizes bigger. So it's not his first time like putting something funky out there. And then he has like a forum low collab on the way too. But these are going to retail for two fifty. So we'll see with that high retail price what they do. But man, what are you thinking about this release right here? Yeah, dude, I remember when you brought this article up, and I was like, "Yo, what? You're kidding? You're like, yo, have you seen the the face shoe?" And I was like, um, "What? What are you talking about? You showed me this shoe is absolutely it's an insane. ugly face. It is horrible. It's an ugly face. I I am not a fan at all. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not too familiar with." you know, Kerwin Frost or, you know, his ideology or how he is. I, he was a reseller. reseller. I doubt he's reselling now with Adidas. (laughs) I I bet he gets a collab again. after this. I bet you, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it depends on if it sells out, but I don't know. I mean, surely it'll sell one. I'm just not a fan of the face shoe. Obviously two. I mean, the retail is two fifty. I mean, they've already released a bunch of collabs on the form high and never at two fifty. I mean, what was the uh, what was the one Jeremy Scott one we got in for? What was it? Two hundred flags. That was cool. And that was cool. And that did come with like those extra pair of wings. The set and, of wings on the side. And, you know, this one is going to have that hair. So I don't know if it's just a money grab, but you can I mean, take the hair off. So the hair is, I, I, if I ever saw someone wearing it with the hair, I mean, I'd snag it and run. I just don't know. I just don't understand the shoe. I mean, it's just, it's far beyond me. I mean, Human if anyone chance. wants to comment about this shoe or just understand like what anyone it's about. Anyone who knows more, because his but, fans, his fans kind of, you know, kind of spoke out about it on Instagram right. I saw, and we're kind of like, just kind of explaining it a little further. Yeah. I'm not super invested or like know a lot about Kerwin Frost. He's a reseller, but I mean, so is like half the world this day, yeah. these days. So it's like, I mean, mad respect to him to go from reseller selling Adidas shoes to actually working with Adidas Kanye and West, actually getting Jerry one. Lorenzo got their attention. Yeah. Got the, anything you do to it's get impressive, you get the attention of Kanye West. Right. You've probably done something right. Yeah. It's, it is kind of crazy, Pretty but you know, retail at two fifty. you know, personally, I'm just going to have to pass not only because of the price, but also it probably has my face on it. So, <laughs> Oh gosh, you're not yeah. that ugly, but don't yeah. give yourself that. <laughs> yeah. My hair is not removable, but, uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, moving on. We got another story. We're going to talk about Nike revealing the new LeBron James innovation center. So this is a new 85,000 square feet building, features special artwork of LeBron and his mom, and also features everything that Nike needs to create, test, and prototype the newest footwear. So I don't know if you've seen these pictures landed, but dude, it's in, it is insane. I mean, here, so overall, you know, it's it's a really cool concept that LeBron, it did get his own uh, center, you know, this new piece. I mean, Nike and LeBron, they're a forever uh, partnership. Oh, so it makes total sense from Nike's point of view to do that. And it is really cool what they are adding in. Like they're adding in like a full length basketball court. They're gonna host pickup games. You know, able to bring in players, test their shoes in a full kind of court setting, and then also like there's a bunch of other stuff for other types of shoes. But my real question that I wanted to bring this up to you, Landon, is you know you got Nike and LeBron, you know, kind of making this partnership, kind of like similar to the Jordan brand with Jordan, obviously. But then you have Under Armour on the other side with Steph Curry kind of making their Steph Curry brand. Do you see Under Armour kind of doing the same thing when it comes to involving, you know, building out a building or a facility specifically for Steph Curry or naming it after him? 
I could see it. Well, the thing is, so Curry just recently kind of broke off into his own section, which is really cool. Like, he's got his own Curry Flow brand now with his shoes. Like, they're still sponsored by Under Armour, but it's kind of like what Michael Jordan, like you mentioned, Michael right. Jordan kind of turned into for Nike uh, before branching off. I imagine they're actually uh, – LeBron is in the process of, like, doing, his, doing that same thing with Nike. So he's starting a Team LeBron which is going to take athletes and kind of sign him to like his own, like LeBron line. Luka Doncic was supposed to be his first one. And he ended up signing with Jordan. LeBron was like recruiting him, trying to get him to do that. And uh, he ended up signing with Jordan. So, you know, LeBron himself, he is like, I would say he's like the biggest person in the NBA right now who has one foot in the NBA and one foot deeply invested in his like business life oh and for stuff sure afterwards. yeah like, no he's a great <clears throat> businessman oh he's like invested in like all these different companies uh, another person who does a lot of that is kevin durant yep. kevin durant's pretty big on he that is. i know he's been like on acorn and yeah. like Shaq. invested in different is oh, amazing yeah. at it yeah so i mean i'm just amazed at kind of there what he's able to do off like outside of i guess it's not outside of basketball because it's all kind of sports related but like outside of i mean a bunch of these dudes in the nba they wake up and they breathe whatever team they're on right all they focus on is the playbook their next matchup their next this and lebron i guess he can afford to do it just because of how good he is like you couldn't be pretty good and then like have any of your focus anywhere else because your fans are going to be like all the fans are going to be like focused on basketball you're not playing good enough you're not doing enough for the team yeah Uh, okay we've we've established you know what 10 nba finals however many mvps like he's he's done what he needs to do on the court and he he still is oh yeah he's still doing what he's doing on the court but i'm kind of curious to see uh to kind of circle back to your question if under armor will start to do that you know obviously the whole like back to what we were talking about earlier but nike's gonna have the most money like nike's the biggest brand it's oh, yeah. the biggest brand yeah, out there they, there's some other big ones but it's the biggest of the brands that we're usually going to talk especially about on the show so you can afford to try something new and if you can afford to try something new that hasn't really been like honed in on by other brands you're just going to make more money because right. it's probably going to do good like it's probably going to be okay anyone releases like a certain like color scheme on their shoe a university blue for the sketchers no one cares right. university blue anything nike and jordan everyone cares they built true. up their brand name so they can afford to kind of take some risks and even if it doesn't end up paying off but in this one i mean i'm assuming that it's going to because it's just kind of like it's just it's just a facility it's nothing like it's nothing it's not even that risky like they built it probably because they knew people wanted to use it and had been asking for it and they obviously have the funds to actually do it for people right but do you think it you think it should be named after him that building do you think he he owns that and that is his building or should he have should they have named it after someone else or just left it as like another building i don't know if how how that's where you can kind of just split hairs and some right. people it doesn't matter. I could tell you what I think. I don't I don't really love LeBron. LeBron's fine and he's you know, he's a good guy. He does the best that he can, great basketball player and stuff like that. People all always are going to say he does too much off off the court for basketball. He should just be shut up and dribble. Right. You're more of an athlete. Right. Stuff like that. And then you got the people that uh you know, his his LeBron fans that are going to follow him to Cleveland or to LA or yeah. to Miami. He's very and polarizing. So he's for sure. yeah, he's big enough to where it's like, yeah, no matter what, you're going to get so i mean i'm fine with it i'm not like a lebron hater so i'm not going to be someone that's like oh lebron's getting his own thing again like it's it's really it makes no no major difference to me to be uh, you know 100 percent honest with you but, yeah so so uh um we got sorry next uh next article what we got is you know you've heard of car insurance right you've heard of health insurance right 
Well, now there is sneaker insurance. So there's a guy out there. His name is Phil Terrell, and he is the creator behind SoulSafe. It's an insurance company for a high-priced sneakers. Phil and his wife bought a house, and while going through the house, the previous owner left like 10 pairs of some Jordan signature basketball shoes. And so, you know, Phil knew that these were rare and valuable. And so then what he did was he sought out to find an insurance policy that would actually protect his sneaker collection and after searching he did come up empty-handed and so he decided to create his own uh, I guess insurance agency called soul safe so Landon you know as someone who has way more sneakers than I do you know is that something that you would ever think about doing especially now that you are kind of getting into the more more expensive shoes thinking about like you know if there is a fire is there any way I can protect them you know something like that I will say this I have never really thought about that, but I mean, so is this, so this sneaker coverage, is it fire, <clears throat> sorry, fire related? Or are we talking like someone breaks into your house, someone steals your shoes, So sneaker I'm insurance for that? Or are we talking just, sure. yeah, because I feel like there's a really gray area in there where you can claim fall like claim false like play right and you can say like oh someone came in and stole my shoes and hide your shoes right and be like i need this much money for my shoes that got stolen and then yeah. you get that money you bring your shoes back out because they were underneath your bed yeah i don't or know you it's bring your pretty... shoes back out because they were at your parents house right and you know some type of something happened i just feel like that's gonna be an interesting thing but i mean on the surface though you would love that like if you because I mean, you know, we we have a great life. We haven't really had any of that stuff type happen, but someone's house burns down every day. I'm almost sure of it. Right. I don't know what's going on in the world right now, but someone's house is probably burning down once a day. I'd say there's, you know, hundreds and thousands of millions of people out there that it's safe to say someone's house is well, probably burning down once a day. Well, uh, I don't remember, but you remember that hurricane that came and it, it missed Florida and hit New York right. really badly. Yeah. And there was there was a bunch of articles like people's sneakerheads, you know, their basements were yeah. flooded, ruined all their retro stuff. Because like, I mean, I have, like you said, I've got probably a hundred pairs of shoes or so. Right. Maybe, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but in that area and you know, say, say something fast happened, right? We'll go with the fire. Cause that's right. the easiest one fire. I would, maybe I could snag some certain things. And You're going to go for shoes and a fire. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I might, I might get in trouble <laughs> if I went for shoes first, obviously get my dogs, you know, get the living stuff out of there first, but you know, go back for shoes. If my off-white air Jordans are in there, I'm probably grabbing them on the way out. I can oh, get two man. dogs, one pair of shoes, but no, I mean, it, so it sounds interesting. Like, I on don't paper, know, it sounds good, but I don't. Yeah. Whenever you really break it down i feel like there's a lot of loose ends yeah i think it's, it's pretty gonna, risky i feel like it have to be a literally a specific and and where and do you require proof yeah like, so what is the proof like do you have to see the charred remains of the off-white zip tag yeah i don't <laughs> like i don't know from what i saw like reading more into the article was like they have like an app that's starting up and you verify the app, like the sneakers so they first make sure it's authentic and how much then, did you see the pricing for like, for like insurance and stuff I think like it was that? like up to I don't know I think I read somewhere it said like like 250 bucks a month nah oh it for, the, for the cost like, I, think yeah, it, the, I think it covers up to 250 it covers up to 250 I think that's what I read I don't think it's 250 a month because that's pretty expensive for I don't know actually for sneaker insurance I don't know what that would be but I don't think anyone knows other but, than whoever just but uh it. but yeah so looking at it you know on paper I think it's a great idea I think a lot of sneakerheads out there would do it but right. logistically especially like if you live in uh 
you know, kind of like a sketchy neighborhood where, you know, people are breaking into houses right. and, you know, there's some bad neighborhoods right. out there and stuff like that. I can see, you know, maybe because, I mean, you've seen, I mean, we've seen worse things happen outside of sneaker stores on release day. I mean, you True. need sneaker insurance on your life whenever you're <laughs> in, in some of those drops, yeah, you know, outside of a Supreme store, exactly. outside of a, you know, a mall, whenever you're trying to pick up a, a raffle for like even something similar, like something simple. We've seen some like shootings and stuff happen over that stuff. So, yeah, it, I mean, you hate to see that, but that's just the world we live in. I mean, you just, sure. you just understand that that's kind of what you're up against, but definitely an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a fan of it. I'm, I'm kind of, they said they're going to be launching around 2022, so should be interesting to see it there's more news coming up out of it but moving on to the next article uh landon what do we got yeah so this is interesting so are other brands catching up with nike and adidas and women's footwear nike and adidas have a super tight grip on the uh women's footwear market but it appears to have loosened a bit you know they've ceded shares to brands such as sketchers brooks vans and others during the first half of 2021 so you know brooks obviously they have a pretty great product out there they do an equally great job in marketing and you know, they always, something I think about Brooks is like, they always kind of stay in their lane. You know, they focus on putting out some really high quality shoes. Yeah. I wouldn't say they focus on fashion, you know, quite as much as of course Nike is going to with the off-white collabs, you know, the oh, hype yeah. stuff. Yeah, definitely. Of course you're not, I don't think I'd be willing to put money on there never being an off-white Brooks collab. Like you just, it's just not really what they try and do, but they've also like expanded their distribution of shoes a lot. So that was one thing for them is, you know, they were like selling shoes so well that they weren't always able to, you know, have enough made at a, at a given time. But, you know, then moving down to Skechers, they're bouncing back after like some inconsistent years. You would maybe be the Skechers expert. I try to stay away from Skechers as much <laughs> as possible, but Skechers does, you know, a, a pretty decent job with marketing shoes. You know, I mean, they definitely are more on the affordable. You got Brooks, it's more high quality, right. high price type stuff. Right. Skechers tries to keep their shoes as comfortable as possible, but also, you know, they keep the price at a very reasonable spot. And then, you know, Vans main setback was also inventory issues, like, but they seem to have fixed that. And they've always had a solid amount of like business, you know, it's, it's like teeters right on the edge of like athletic and like fashion. It's like not at like not a super athletic shoe, but it's not like gonna be a dress up like yeah. a boot shoe or anything. Vans, or like Vans is like a pretty that. interesting uh company because they do sometimes get collabs. Like we've seen I mean, we've, we've seen off white even seen, with Vans. Yeah. So uh, Converse? No, nah, maybe not Vans. No, nah, uh, yeah, no, I'm off, thinking Converse. Off white, but no, I'm Vans Vans definitely has gotten some collabs. They with, did NASA. They did they NASA. Did. Remember the Vans yeah, NASA? Yep. Those yeah. were sweet. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking looking at this, I'm. It makes sense. Also, like I mean, Brooks Brooks is definitely great quality, and it it just kind of shows that you know Nike, the end all be all. There are some weaknesses to them, and it's kind of nice that you know that there is some competition because it just oh, forces yeah. Nike to even make more and better products for you know women or just footwear in general. But does it? Because I mean, if they slack off in one area, is it? Do you think? Do you think they pay all that close attention to that detail? Like, I would hope so. I would I guess hope so. You would hope so. I would hope so bit. because I mean, it, next thing you know, if 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 they win, if they lose on women's, it's you know then. They, they lost someone. Is it losing or is it just losing a little or is it just not winning as much? I mean, that's where you start to. We'll, we'll see how it comes we, out. And I, I left out a few brands. Hoka 1 1. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Hoka 1 1. One. 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 One.
Not even joking. I'm sorry for all the Hoka One One fans out there. <laughs> and then on that shoe, that's kind of got the yeah, clouds yep, in their midsole. Yep. Both of those like did really well last year, yep. and they've kind of kept the same pace this year, from what I saw. So I mean, there's a few. It, lo- it seems like you know everyone's taking two steps forward, and Nike's taking one step forward. Right. But Nike is in the clouds, and everyone else is about six feet under, starting <laughs> to come up to the surface. Right. That's kind of the way it seems to me. Yeah. I, with Nike, though, because it's Nike and Adidas. So Adidas has kind of slipped off a little bit, too. I mean, they, they, I think their issue is they don't put out enough stuff. Like Nike puts out an, like plenty of stuff, I'd say, but they don't, maybe they don't focus women's as much as some other brands, like kind of focus it more. I think, I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of issues with Adidas that they, they need to do. I, I, they what they really need is they need some solid shoes that aren't collabs that they can just run colorways against the wall with like Nike does because Nike's got like great silhouettes. So they got NMDs. They got like NMDs. NMDs and, and I haven't seen too. NMDs like really getting any. NMDs have slowed down. Ultra oh, boosts. Yeah. Ultra boosts are always they're good, but I mean the the twenty Ultra Boost twenty one completely different. Like definitely like more twenty two is coming out soon. Yeah. Hopefully we get those in, but the 21 was completely like runner focused and it wasn't, it was really more performance based with that giant, that giant midsole. Like it wasn't really fashion. It wasn't fashion. So they were kind of going more like towards like sport and which is okay. But you know, if you're going to hit that niche, you know, you're going to make sure that you get a casual shoe out there. So by, you know, hopefully bringing back like an NMD in different colorways, but I don't know. I don't know. I just don't see when it comes to like the hype and the hype culture, like Adidas, basic shoes superstars any of that like they do have some stuff the super the superstars but the superstars aren't anywhere close to like like a they both have their they both kind of have their like their like fashion i would say for like nike it's like the blazers like the like the nike blazer low well yeah kind of like rivals the vans the air force or the uh adidas superstar kind of rivals the vans and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, of course, you got your Nike running shoe line. You got your Adidas oh, running yeah, shoe yeah. line with the Ultra Boost, which kind of combats the Brooks. But, like, the thing is, Nike's just so big. I just feel like these other grand, these other brands are growing, and Nike just doesn't have to. Like, Nike's just, like, there. Adidas is a little bit different because they're just not – I don't know. Adidas just isn't quite as big of a brand, and I really do think that it is. They just don't put out quite as many models. Well, they haven't cemented as many models. Well, they are very huge over in the European section. I mean, we remember we talked a while ago in Germany. No That's one wears right. Nike. You know, it's very right. – it's very Markets uh, change yeah, across the world. It's, in the United States, at least, uh, it's definitely Nike's at first and then Adidas a second. But then also, like, what, what these smaller brands need to do, like the Brooks and Skechers and stuff like that, is they just need to make some better-looking shoes because Nike – and Adidas have like great looking shoes, but like if if you look at a Brooks or like an Asics or something, they're just so busy. They just look basic. They're not. I don't know how upgraded. you do that though. Like I mean, obviously John Geiger didn't do a great job because he got a lawsuit, and you got like, exactly. I mean, what like what is the next model out there? I'm always so curious. What really, what I really loved was like whenever their uh, Nike was coming out with the Air Max 270s and the 720s. Yeah, like, those were crazy. Those were crazy, and I'm like, but ever since I want to say almost ever since i saw the air max 720 i don't know if i've like seen a new design where i'm like dang that is sick yeah like, that is air force sick that I is think, jordan one sick that is oh, i yeah. mean i have not seen an uh, like a really a new model 
the New Balance 327. Whenever that came out a few years ago, the New Balance oh, 327. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got like those. that new model. Yeah, I have a that was really cool by New Balance. Though, I'm like, that those are sick. nice. That was nice. It's a cool design. That was but, like, definitely it's good tough. by New Balance. Like, so many shoes out there. And then everyone like retros the Jordans and you're getting like collabs on the Air Forces. I think that, you know, that hype alone is. And and Nike does a good job of having their high price shoes and their low price shoes. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, it's just gonna be tough to beat. And they built that man. So I mean, these other brands, they gotta find a way to get their foot in the door. I just, it's I a just, battle. But I don't know how they're gonna. Hey, do it. at least you know if they're battling it out, the consumer is gonna win overall. And uh, moving on from that, yeah. though. So moving on, my next story I got is I think it's gonna be our last one for today. Is gonna be the first ever. We're gonna jump it back. The first ever LeBron Nine Retro is coming soon, potentially. So images of what is expected to be the first ever retro of the LeBron Nine have surfaced in a colorway dubbed South Coast, which is a term that references the South Pacific coast of California. The pair is expected to hit the shelves sometime this fall and holiday season to celebrate the model's tenth anniversary. So. You know, it has obviously it's been 10 years since the LeBron nine released. And this was I mean, we're talking I can't believe how long it's been. He was way back on the Miami Heat whenever he was wearing the LeBron nines. So now, you know, these shoes, they got like some neon green. They got a light blue. That's kind of like what the overall color scheme is for these. One thing that I did notice is that the shape of the shoe kind of resembles the LeBron 19 that's coming out. Yeah. So like just the overall flow of the mm -hmm. design, it's like really similar to like the LeBron 19 that's releasing soon. So I am excited to check those out. But, you know, we have to keep in mind Nike hasn't officially confirmed this release yet. So while it's nice to think that this is coming, hopefully Hopefully it really is. You never know what's going to fall through or not. But, you know, they're retroing LeBrons now. We're set to be the first one. What do you think about that? See, I don't know. So if they're trying to, if if Nike, if I was in Nike and I see what they're trying to do, I think they're trying to do what they're doing with Jordan is obviously retroing Jordans. But I think this but is more performance based, right? You so you're going back to the nine and you're retroing the nine and do you think straight, it's performance? Straight up, I don't. I think it has to be because that's what because that's what the retro is. Whenever you retro the shoe, you right. take the same design and you give it the upgraded material, right. the upgraded cushioning, right. and the stuff the like that. So it's right. gonna for Nike and for LeBron specifically, that's definitely more performance based. I mean, you don't see a lot of casual like LeBron shoes. People just walking around in that's them, right? what they're missing. Right. That's what it is. That's I what they're missing. I think there might be a couple. I'd have to go back and kind of track his line uh year by year. There's probably a few of them in there, but I would say almost the most fashionable line outside of Jordan would maybe be like not Kyrie, maybe no, not Kyrie. Kyrie's got funky stuff, but Kevin Durant. I I've heard that they're Giannis gonna be too. retroing KD. Giannis, Giannis some, just started. Yeah, but they're Giannis, not going to retro the Giannis. No, 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 no. I'm one, saying no. Like casual like the, wearing uh, the lows, you can definitely rock lows more casually. That's where it kind of has to come down to. So I'm saying, like, even these curries, you know, back here, I think they look really great, but it doesn't super look it's, like a shoe. I yeah. mean, you got to keep. If I feel like for casual shoes, you got to keep the midsole under control. Like you got to keep it at kind of a pretty steady. Puma actually has some shoes that Puma. I feel like you could. Yeah, you could definitely. But just they just don't have a name out. behind it. That's the issue. Puma's got great technology, great style, but they just don't have enough distribution for They're working on it. Yeah, they they've signed everyone. They signed, they've signed every, the whole farm. They signed every young player, and they're just like, one of these guys got to be good. <laughs> well, like, one of these guys are going to end up being good. So, I mean, we're still kind of waiting to see which one it's going to be. But I, I don't mean, know. I am I, I like that, you know, LeBron 9 retros are coming back. But then also, like, is it are they going to just rinse and repeat and just – 
go into like Jordan kind of style, but like also the way they started LeBron compared to Jordan, like Jordan's shoes, his Jordan one, even though it was performance, it is now casual. There's no way. But it, did we create it to become ca- like what makes it so such a great casual shoe? Well, it's great looking and it sucks at performance. So it has to go in a casual. It's okay. Right? I'll, but I'll, like, g- I'll give you that. But like the LeBron nines were meant for performance and right. they're probably built as performance and they could probably handle performance like, you know, wear and tear. Right. And so they don't look as like a casual I don't I don't see people are ever gonna walk around. He low and see tops it. some of his shoes and whenever you low top the shoe, it obviously gets a little bit more of a I don't know. I think I think Nike has a very big issue ahead of them when Jordan either, you know, passes away or something along the lines where they're going to have to, they're going to be in the same boat with everyone else. They just got lucky with Jordan because Curry, Curry's the Jordan next. brand's going to live on forever though. Like it will live it's on forever. Not, it has to. It will probably in our lifetime, but after that it's over. I wonder. It will be over because I, we've never seen him play. So, I mean, we just, my know. dad's on play. What was exactly. he? He was, he was finishing up his championship, his, his last run at, cha- at his championship, the year that I was born. You weren't, you weren't born yet. Yeah. So, you weren't born yet, so you really weren't. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an interesting back to the article though. It's, it's interesting that they're retroing pairs. I, you know, we'll see if it's actually real. I mean, once the stock photos out, if we get them in, we'll definitely be checking them out and comparing them. But but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It should be it should be interesting. It's an interesting article. We'll see what uh, Jordan and Nike brand do. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Laced Up. Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. We'll see you next time. Peace.